Profile on Praise Junction. People, real stories, real God, real change. This is Profile on the Praise Junction Show. Good morning and praise the Lord. 23 minutes past 11. You're on Hope FM Listen and Live. My name is Grace Moti. So if you get to meet real people with real stories, encounter the real God who's brought a real change in their life and they're here to testify of their goodness. And today it's going to be hot, as our friend said. <laughs> our friend told me, that's how you're supposed to put it. It's going to be hot. So we honor the Lord. I have a guest in studio set. It's a story of faith. You don't want to miss that. So stand by for that in a short while. I'll be introducing my guest as we get to profile. 20933 is my SMS line at Hop FM Live on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. That's the handle. And on 0717 is our WhatsApp line. Looking forward to interacting with you. This is Profile. Real people, real stories, real God, real change. A profile song break. Take a moment of reflection.
Amen. God will be better with this song title, We Love Yahweh. Playing right here at Hope FM. Listen and leave. How are you doing? And thank you so much for uh, joining us this beautiful day. We call it a day for profile right here on Praise Junction at Hope FM. Listen and leave. My name is Grace Mutisel. And as we do it, today is a day of just, you know, meeting new new people or a new person with a story of God's faithfulness. And today I host a... A great woman of God, yeah. Let me put it that way. A great woman of God <laughs> that we love to hear. You've listened to her, uh, I think, over a year. For the last, should be three plus years right here at Hope FM. And I know she's been a blessing to you. And we just want to hear her story. You know, has it been that easy throughout or what's the story behind this great woman of God? Her name is Maria Makao Mundi, our guest today on Profile. Maria, good morning. Good morning, Grace. How, How are you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so tensed. Are you tensed? Yeah. Maria never gets tensed. What? What do you mean? The noise you make. No, that's different. It's so different. The noise you make every evening. On Route 104, yeah, ah, there is no tension there. <laughs> it's it's hard. It's harder when you're on this other side. Really? Yeah. What makes it hard? You no, know, you, because you care, so you're tensed. <laughs> <laughs> but it's good to have you, Maria. Thank you. How was your morning? Awesome, awesome. Had to really do everything so quickly and be here early. So yeah, it it is a good morning. Still is. Yes. Yeah. And you know there could be a listener listening to you and wondering, I've never had that voice. I only tune ah. to Hope FM early in the morning, you know, ah. and activate and praise junction. Can you take this time to introduce yourself and what you do at Top Media? All right. Uh, my name is uh, Maria Makao Mundi. I am a presenter here at Hope FM. I do route 104 along Caris and uh, married to an amazing man of God, Tony, who also happens to be working here at Hope Media. Mm. Yes, and I'm a mother to a beautiful daughter. Yes, seven, mm. almost eight months now. Ah, yeah. how is motherhood? Eight months down the line, Maria. Mm. <laughs> uh, so far, I'm trying. I think I'm trying. I think motherhood is like, there's no formula from every person I've been talking to, including mm. yourself. Like, there's no formula so i am just winging it i'm just doing it with god yes. <laughs> every morning i wake up mm. and i'm a mother and i do what i can mm. yes amen amen and thank you for honoring our invite we we i don't know where we start your story you know <laughs> <laughs> we have so much to talk about in little time i know Let's start from the beginning mm -hmm. by just hearing your salvation story. Because one thing that stands out for for the people I've interacted with and who know you, either the, in person or just through hearing you on radio, one thing is clear. There's a great woman of God, very prayerful. Her mm -hmm. prayers <laughs> watch her too. <laughs> so let me know, how was that journey? How did the Lord meet you? Uh -huh. And how did you give your life to Christ? And give us a background, of course, of growing up. All right. Um, so I'm the second born in a family of four. And um, my, ma my mom is a pastor. All, all my life grew up. My mom is a woman of God. She pastors her own church. And so growing up, just like any pastor's kid, I have been born again over and over and over. Mm -hmm. 
So what she used to do is every time we'd close school and we're just about to go back, go back to school, she'd, she'd have us kneel down and do re- the repentance prayer and mm. give our lives to Jesus every single time, which is something yeah. I really have come to appreciate. So all through, I'd say I grew up born again, but then I had to make a choice myself. Now, where I made the choice is my story, mm-hmm. you get. Mm. So I went through school um, just like every other child. And uh, we had hardships go- growing up. Like it wasn't always smooth when I say about uh, um, going through school. It has always been a miracle. Mm. Maybe I'll, I'll talk about that as I'm talking about my education. But, you know, I went through school, cleared high school. And then I remember after I finished high school, still born again, as I told you how my mom used to do it. Mm. But then I had my own choices. I had friends. I had people that were, I had a company and Mm. my company was not a good company. So I've gone through it all. I've been there, I've drunk uh, Mm. every Mm. drinking there is to drink. Mm. And uh, I've been out on parties. I remember one time I told my parents, the first time I asked for permission to go out for a whole night, yeah. I told my parents, said, Natakakwenda bash. You know, I'm just after high school, like, say, six months down the line. Mm. So my parents were like, I, what do you mean? So my mom was like, No, that's not how I raised you. And then my dad was, you know, I'm very insistent if you know me. So I, I said, Ntaenda, Muniperusa, Amamsinipe, so you best give me permission. You see, so my, 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 my mother, she told my father, pray for her as she goes. Oh. I know. Yeah. Yeah. So my my dad prayed and they gave me permission and you I went out. What you said in the prayer? I can't remember. No, all I remember is so much protection. You understand? Like God protect her. Mm. I can't remember the contents because I was in a rush yes. to leave. Like, mm. so yeah. So he made the prayer and then I went out and that was the beginning of it. Because I remember that's like the last time and the first and last time I ever asked for permission to go out. So from there, any other bash? I would just, just go, go and I'd be like, uh, I'm not going to come back. Maybe I'd send an SMS. I'm not going to come back. You know, and, and, and that was it for me. And that is how I did it. So all through, but all that while mm. still going to church, sitting at the back bench. I mean, my mom is a pastor. She mm-hmm. has a church, so I have to go there and be of support. Yes. So still going to church, sitting at the very end of the, the last Piyuzuko, mm-hmm. finish the grace out, the first person, never interacting with people in church at all. So that was my life for, for a while until I was 20, 20, 22. So this going out without asking permission, you're in high school. No, no, Just after after high school. After high school, yeah. So I was I was I just also gotten into uh college. Yes. Yes. So I was in college and though, and also I was now I was I I was an adult, let me yes. say that. I had an ID mm. as if that <laughs> qualifies for anything. Yes. So yeah, so that's what what I would do. And that was my life until one day um sometime around twenty twenty 2012, I believe. And uh, I, I started having dreams. Mm. Because again, you see, when you're brought up in a godly setup, you, you all, almost know who God is yes. as much as you don't have a relationship with him. So I started having visions and dreams. Every time I'm dreaming, I wake up and I've, I see the rapture taking place. I know what rapture is. 
So I see the rapture taking place and then I'm left. Aye. So I wake up, I'm like, oh my goodness. Kwanini meachwa. You know, I knew end times. So again, I dismissed the dream. So a while after another while, I have the same similar dream. Again, rapture is happening. I'm left. And so the third time it happened, I went to my mom because you see, I'm also very close to my mom. I said, but I didn't say it was me. I, said, I asked my mom, I told her, a friend of mine has been having occurring dreams. And every time she's having these dreams, the rapture is happening, Jesus has come back, and she's always left. What does that mean? Yeah. My mom said, your friend has been called into salvation because that's a warning. And I felt, oh my goodness, that is me. But I didn't tell her it was me. Yeah. So this, so one time I had this dream, and then I went out. I'll never forget, it was somewhere around Apolangata Road. And a friend of mine came, you know, when you're going out, you, 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 I don't know how it happens nowadays, but you know, in that time, you, you never wanted to be in one place. Mm. You're always moving and moving throughout the night. It's one joint to another joint to another joint. So this friend of mine found me somewhere along Apolangata Road. Up to date, I tell, I've, I've told my husband that story. So kila squad ni pigenga story na bendo apa malikaribu walulukona Peter. So because that was the turning point for me. So this friend of mine called me, said, "I'm out here." Nikamwambia suka muinge. He said, "No, no, no. I'm still on the move. I don't want to get in. So do this. You come. I've parked my car out here. So I left." the joint and now I was crossing the road up Langata Road and anyone that knows that road it's a really it's like a highway mm-hmm. cars move so fast and it was at the middle of the night mm-hmm. so this guy had parked the car up a pavement in between cars coming this direction and cars going that direction mm-hmm. and so when I was crossing I literally had uh you know it was like garilini pitana it's like it touched my skin mm-hmm. or and, and it missed me so for me, that was like, I, I almost went, like I almost died. That for me was like, what are you doing, Maria? Like you've been having the call over and over from God and here you are just, and you're just about to lose your life. So for me, that was, because it was so serious and so bad because as much as I was still drunk, it, you know, everything went down. Mm. And you know, in Mtani language, it says, Zilishuka. Mm. you know, everything just went down and I was sober immediately mm-hmm. and i realized i almost lost my life and for me that is the last time after after that i went back home and i was watching 700 club so this with, is at what time around two at night 2 a.m immediately that happened home you went no no home. no i didn't mm-hmm. go home i was with friends okay but it was in my mind yes. like everything when i went back anyone that cared to watch me I was different mm. so I just waited until it was in a, a good time to go back home I went back home and for me that was a turning point mm. so I went home uh, the following day I was on, watching TV with my mom always uh, she always loved watching Christian station so I was watching the 700 club with her and this woman made a call and she said if you want to give your life to Jesus now is the time mm. and I told my mom those dreams I've been telling you about I'm the person that has been having them. And I feel like this is my call to come to Jesus again and seriously. So I prayed the prayer and then my mom said, shut the TV, she prayed for me. And for me, that was it, never turning back to date. Wow. What changed? What, what, What difference did you notice after saying yes to Jesus? Because you'd literally run away from him for so long. Yeah. Mm. Um, I would say 
it was not an immediate feeling. It was not an immediate change. But this is what this is the sign that God gave to me when we were still watching. When when my mom was done praying for me, we turned back the telly on. And this woman, there's this lady, I don't know their names, they're just old people, 700 Club, very powerful people, and they're still doing ministry, word of wisdom. Mm. And so as I was still doing it, after I've given my life to Christ, I wanted to go to campus now, university, mm. and do my broadcast journalism. And so I really needed a sign how this was going to happen. And so this woman said, there's a lady you're watching, and your name is Maria. Mm from the television you know yeah. said your name is maria and you're trusting god to go back you, to go to school and god says he's going to provide but this is what she said she said god is going to provide for your masters but here i am trusting god for my degree mm. but my mom before she could say the masters my mom said hiya that's you maria mm. and i said that's me so for me it didn't matter if she said masters or not i said that was the sign for me yeah. so i always say my salvation started with uh with a miracle and so immediately she said that the next week i went to uh, register for school i didn't know how school was going to be paid but school was paid mm. so for me i i did i didn't have an exact feeling i can tell you i immediately got peace i immediately got no i didn't get that but the miracle for me i immediately got faith and that is what i have been moving with up until now mm. yes so that was my turning point that is how i came to christ wow yeah amen I'm Austin Maria Makao Mondi, our guest today on Profile. She's our colleague, my colleague right here at, at uh, Hope FM, our presenter for our drive show, uh, Route 104. You need to, to tune in and listen to her, you know, every weekday from 4 to 7. She's sharing her story with us. And remember, we are looking forward to interacting with you on 20933. That is 20933. You can also WhatsApp us on 0717400555. You can also get us on our social media platforms at Hope FM Live. We'll be glad to hear from you. You give your life to Christ, mm -hmm. Maria. Mm -hmm. And the journey begins. You know, <laughs> I don't know your times, but during my times, you are told, <laughs> no struggles, no issues. You know, everything mm -hmm. is sorted. Mm -hmm. And you needed to grow. Yes, you, your, pa your, your, your parents are in ministry. Your mom is a pastor. Yeah. Was it that easy, the journey of salvation, which I believe is several years down the line? Yeah. Mm. No, no, no. It was never easy because, first of all, I had a group of friends that I had to explain um, no. I had to say no to several several times, you know. And uh, so it was never easy. But um, this kind of a person, if I look towards a direction... I never turn back whether it makes sense or not. Mm. I always stop after I am done. So for me, it was a journey of trying to figure out who God really is. Mm. It was a journey of wanting to hear. I really desired to hear God speak in my life. I really desired when people said, you know, uh, this is how he speaks. This is how you form a relationship. This is how you get to heights of revelation. I really desired that, but it was never easy. I remember... I used to read the word of God, Grace, every single day, not getting a thing, but never stopping. 
I would read and read and it would never make sense. I would read the prophetic books. They would never make sense to me. But I just never stopped reading. Mm-hmm. So if you found me, I, I had like, you know, the good thing about me is that, you know, I've been brought up in a place where there's a lot of study books and Bibles. So I'd wake up every morning and I'd determine to read an, a particular topic Sometimes it would never make sense. And I always say this, and I've said this, especially on Route 24, that for me to understand, I can't point when and where, but I believe like seven months down the line after salvation, Mm -hmm. that is where the word of God began to make sense to me. And this was you reading on your own, not your mom telling you this is what you have to do. No, no, no. Mm -hmm. This is me reading on my own because I said, I made this decision. I have to know this God for me you know i am grateful i've been brought up by a prayerful mama but you know i also want this journey for me as well so me reading for myself never understanding until i can't tell exactly when on the seventh month but that's when it made sense to me like that's when i began to see it and not to see it at in a very deep way but also just to see it in a light way but now it's like okay now this makes sense to me so that was it for me. But I began the journey anyway. I never stopped. I always, I always was in church. I never wanted to also do ministry. Like I never wanted to be in full-time minis- in terms mm. of serving. Mm. You know, I always believed that God will give me money so that I can finance his work. But again, <laughs> you know, God had to come through and speak through people. Mm. I remember when I gave my life to Christ as well, I, for- I, I struggled with believing that God forgave me. Why was that? What was happening in your mind when that was a struggle? I, 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 I don't know. I just wanted a feeling and I felt like I've sinned so much against God and, and I've been so far away from the truth that I always knew to the point that I felt like God doesn't need me. I felt like, yes, you say I'm forgiven, but I don't feel it. Every time I'm struggling, I'm asking, God, have you forgiven me? And I'm asking him. I used to tell God everything. I'm like, God, have you really forgiven me? Show me something. Give me a sign that you've forgiven me. Mm-hmm. And one time I remember for him to speak, I went to pray in Machakos. There's a place, Catoloni, where people just go to pray. I went to pray with a group of friends that I just made after giving my life to Jesus. And I was struggling with it. Kabisa. And I I told God, the only reason I came to this place is for you to tell me you have forgiven me and you're on this journey together with me. And 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 one one surprising thing happened that every night they normally have preachers preaching there. Mm -hmm. So this pastor that preached the night we got there for some strange reason, the following morning, there's always services as well, morning, evening. So the following morning, he came and sat right in front of me. So when, we, when we're just uh, singing, I noticed him and said, ah, this is the pastor that preached yesterday powerfully. Mm-hmm. So I sat down and the service continued. He was not the one preaching. So after that, he said, can I speak to you? So in that place, there's normally rules and regulations. You're not supposed to minister anything to anyone that you did not come with. If you're a pastor, mm-hmm. you can only minister to your flock that yes. you came with. It's mm-hmm. a rule. Yes. It's not something that is to be broken. But this man of God, I think it really troubled him. I think the Spirit of God really convicted him. So he said, please, can I speak to you? And I don't want to speak to you alone. Do you have a group of people you came with? Please gather together. I want to give a word to you. I don't know why, but I need to. So we all gathered together and he came and told me, God has told me to tell you that he has forgiven you and that he is in this journey together with you. 
And I remember, Grace, I also was struggling with my body. It, I mean, if you listen to Ruth, I tell people that a lot. I was struggling with myself because I felt like I was too small. Like my body has always been small, you know. Mm. It was a, a real issue to me. And he said, he said to me, he said, I don't know how to say this respectfully to you, but God says he's going to beautify even your body. Oh. It was the strangest prophecy I've ever received from someone up until today. I never forgot it. And so when you say that, people around me didn't understand. You know, it was so weird for them, but it was so home for me. Because when you say that, I just went, I found a place and I just broke down and said, God, you know, this is why I came. And that was it for me. And that was the beginning of my journey, knowing that I'm fully forgiven. God is with me on this journey. And God really cares about tiny things mm. that we present to him as prayer requests, you know. Mm. And so that was the beginning for me, I'd say, in my journey. Oh. You know, I'm listening to you, Maria, on that point of the Lord literally using somebody to confirm to you yeah. uh, on a prayer you had really prayed and asked him, Lord, if you don't speak... I'm not moving yes. until you had to go to a prayer center. Yeah. And that's one thing many children of God struggle with. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I, this is too petty. I can't tell God mm -hmm. about this. A simple thing as God, my hairline. Yeah. I don't have a hairline. <laughs> I don't need to tell you that, uh, you know, or yeah. as a big thing like God. I'm 40. Mm -hmm. I'm still waiting on yes. you for yes. a child, for a spouse. Mm -hmm. What's the value of just taking that and, 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 and tarrying there until the Lord speaks. You know, there is confidence in moving when you hear God. There is confidence. And when the word of God in the book of Philippians says, do not be anxious about anything, but in prayer and petition, make your requests. Mm -hmm. You know, it doesn't say there's small, there's big. It says, make all your requests known to him. And he that gives peace that surpasses human understanding is going to do it for you. Mm -hmm. Is going to give you that peace. So me, I, I always believe in two things, Grace. If I am not peaceful about something, it means the word of God has to come. Mm. You get? Because it's two things for me. It's either yes. he gives me the peace that surpasses human understanding to go through the situation, believing that he has heard my request, or if I'm still peaceless, I know someone is being disturbed somewhere, or the voice of God is going to come and minister to me. And so there's no small or prayer a small or big prayer request everything is to be known to your father mm -hmm. in prayer mm -hmm. and so whatever it is i remember when this man of god spoke about my body issues someone we were together with had a problem with their hair that you're speaking about yeah, yeah, yeah. said you know me about my hair you know because he is a father yes and a father yes. knows how to give good gifts to his children, mm. you know? And he says, if earthly fathers can do that, how much more mm. our heavenly father? Mm. So if you don't tell God, who are you going to tell? There's no mm. point of keeping it to yourself if mm. there's a person that you can confide in. And so for me, I tell God everything. Mm. Yeah. Amen and amen. So we... We are receiving your questions and comments, you know, uh, on the SMS line 20933. That is 20933 at Top FM Live. Talk to us. I'm hosting Maria. Allow us to pause here. When we come back after the news break, there is a struggle you really had, you know, concerning the call of God upon your life. <laughs> God said, These, you, you are thinking, no, me, I want to do my own thing. So we'll be talking about that and also about...
something special you've done. Keep it right here, Top FM Listen and Live. This is Profile. Real people, real stories, real God, real change.